0: powerful collaborations, cutting-edge science, and curious minds coming together for a glimpse of the future. Stay tuned as we look at the latest updates on some of the most promising technology projects. Hello and welcome. I'm Peter Ballant from Technicon, and today we take a diverse look at the Sparta Project. In our Sparta series, we have spoken with many key people who are making it happen, And today, we continue that trend. Sparta is a European project whose goal is to reinvent how cybersecurity is done in Europe. We have the opportunity to be on-site at the Sparta kickoff meeting in the beginning of 2019. First up, we speak with Ralf Lintner from Fraunhofer in Germany. His team is heading up the part of the Sparta project called Responsible Innovation. This means they ensure that ethical, legal, and societal aspects in Sparta are carried out in a responsible way. Welcome. And the first question is, I'm curious, did you find Sparta or did Sparta find you?
1: Actually, we were uh, in, the, in, the, in the nice position that uh, the, the Sparta coordinators uh, uh, approached us at a certain point in the proposal development phase and invited us um, to, to, to join forces here. Um, and I think the background is that uh, part of the uh, original call uh, for this uh, for this project um, uh, included a couple of buzzwords. Um, for instance, the, the buzzword responsible research and innovation, which is strongly promoted within Horizon 2020 by the European Commission, and um, we we have some some um, uh, a track rec- record in that field. So we've been involved in a couple of projects in, in that area, uh, trying to develop approaches to bring responsive research and innovation into the research and innovation systems and I think that was um, probably the hook that um, that the coordinators of, of Sparta kind of uh, saw and uh, invited us okay and
0: I understand there's over 40 partners in this project which is very large how does this work with your work your uh, your daily work on the project or do you do you have milestones, or do you have expectations? And do you talk to partners often, or, or just perhaps once a month for a check-in?
1: Excellent question. Uh, and I think that, that, that all these points you just mentioned are, are the things we need to tackle quite soon. Um, I personally was never involved in such a large uh, consortium with over 40 partners. I think the the largest one was like 22, um, and that already is is quite a challenge. So I think the first step for us now, and and I think we can use the the kickoff uh, for the project, uh, to get to know the partners we will be directly involved in, in our uh, work packages. Um, and just to find out, you know, who are the, those people, um, and, and uh, what what are the expectations on both sides, and, and, and develop a, a common understanding. I think that's the first step. And in terms of you know, how we will organize ourselves, manage the, the, the work throughout um, the, the, the three years of the project, uh, that's going to be something we'll have to you know, probably negotiate with the partners. You know, for instance, is, is, you know, is it, does it make sense to have monthly calls just to
2: you
1: know, exchange uh, the, the state of play and, and, and coordinate next steps, things like that. I think we'll have to make decisions on, on these things. It's, it's not decided yet.
0: Is it too early to ask you personally what does success look like for you?
1: I mean, in, in very, very general terms, I could imagine that um, at, at the end of the three years, if we do succeed in uh, kind of in raising awareness on, the, particularly on the side of, of the, the technology developers in terms of you know, broadening their perspectives when they start developing technology, When they're when they're developing solutions in in the cybersecurity field, in terms of you know, did you take into account certain ethical aspects? Did you uh, take into account certain gender aspects, for instance? And when we talk about gender aspects, it's not just about you know uh, we we're not just about counting heads. It's also that we know from from many uh, innovation processes that um, that uh, uh, gender also uh, induces very different types of usage. and and usage patterns. And this might also be something to be taken into account when when these technologies are are being developed. And so I I would argue if if there there is, um, the the success might be in in the sense that um, the perspectives are broadened, uh, more societal uh, values are actively taken into account when, when we develop technologies. Are you building
0: something, are you making something? After 36 months, what will you have?
1: Like in, in our, um, the, the role we have, we won't build anything concretely. We, there won't be a certain piece of software or, or something like that. But I might say that uh, we um, are building additional awareness. Uh, at least that's the goal. We'll see how successful that will be part of our work is also about um, developing a better understanding of how um, these these uh, pan-european large uh, um, research activities can be better organized better governed um, I think that r- still remains a challenge for for the European research area to you know come up with with mechanisms and and, and types of, of governance for these these large undertakings um, how can we approve these, these, these um, um, huge uh, activities with so many partners from so very, very different backgrounds and, and, and countries. Um, and I think there's still a lot to learn on how to set up these and organize these, these activities. And I would hope that we will be able to tell something to the European Commission in terms of uh, what, what can be done in, in the future, how to improve these, these, um, these activities.
0: Well, I'm sure you'll have plenty to tell the EU after three years. In the meantime, we wish you continued success in your endeavors in Sparta. Okay, thank you. (laughs) And now we move on to Elisabetta Carrera from Inoff in Portugal. Inoff will address gender and diversity aspects, as well as auditing implementation within Sparta. Welcome, and tell us a little bit more about what you'll be doing for Sparta.
2: My role in this project will be to focus on the gender and diversity issue. Why? Because uh, uh, SPARTA is uh, really committed to to bring to the project this aspect, the gender and uh, diversity uh, dimension. Because at the end of the day, it's about people.
0: What, what will you do to um, aid these uh, gender and diversity issues?
2: Um, What uh, we are going to try in the workshops, uh, we will take advantage of the workshop, to see if the response of the female, of the male, is different, for example, and there is uh, some ways to get there. And uh, about the diversity, perhaps uh, the message has to be tailored differently, okay? Uh, For example, the citizen will be uh, uh, reacting differently in the threat, some aspects are going to be studied, and uh, the, these uh, issues uh, will be then taking uh, will be taken into account for the in the programs.
0: So this is uh, could be a chance to kind of make an impact on the whole. Um,
2: yes, we want the, to uh, maximize the impact of uh, uh, Sparta with this uh, these uh, special uh, activities that we, uh, with, uh, that we'll uh, have. And uh, when you look at the workforce in the cybersecurity, only 12% uh, are female. Uh, and one of uh, this, uh, those uh, the 12% are in the executive uh, uh, functions. So uh, we so want to reduce that gap, OK?
0: And the question on everybody's mind is why is that only 12%? I mean, what did something break down in the system here? or? Um, do uh, we have to just go back and start re- uh, thinking about this and perhaps training and encouraging students?
2: Yes, yes, and the curricula, uh, curricula that we will uh, develop. There is a, a problem in our society from the playground uh, because we have the princess syndrome and uh, we have to fight uh, with uh, this uh, syndrome because uh, uh, the female are, and uh, are uh, we are uh, different, but uh, it's a nice, uh, nice complement. So uh, we have to have them wi- with us. And uh, look at, uh, for example, in Portugal, uh, in the, um, the university, in the mat- the mathematic, uh, at the mathematical uh, 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 level, we have a lot of women. So we know that uh, they are uh, capable of uh, some uh, achievements in the c- cybersecurity world. We don't no have doubt. Any, any doubt about that. Uh, but uh, we have just to, to bring uh, them in. And, and that's the, your t- job? Uh, yes, and to try to influence uh, positively to get, uh, for example, studies in these uh, domains. Okay? And uh, the, the message has to be alert for, for that.
0: Right. OK. Is there anything else you want to add about your part in this project?
2: Well, I'm very excited with the project. So uh, I hope that uh, in the three years we will be here, and uh, uh, I hope to have uh, some uh, uh, nice result to present uh, to you at uh, that time.
0: Well, that's that's good to hear, and we would like to wish you uh, much success on this really cool aspect of the project, which I think unfortunately is not thought about very often. But uh, with efforts like yours, we can uh, ensure that more and more people become aware of these issues and that these issues are being addressed. So thank you for your efforts and much success in the project.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Now we speak with Fabio Martinelli from CNR in Italy. CNR is managing clustering, platforms, and ecosystems activities within Sparta. Tell us what that means. What what will you be doing in Sparta?
3: In the project, I act as a partnership director that is basically in charge of uh, Collecting pulling together the community the infrastructure to achieve the goals the challenging goals that the project uh, uh, Must reach
0: Okay, and so from your standpoint uh, what you you mentioned challenging goals what challenges would you have? In your position in organizing on this level
3: well, Benny First of all, this is a 44 partners, core partners project, so this is already very peculiar for European projects. Then uh, we need to build a community. And so we have the concept of SPARTA associates. That means people that is somehow have some sort of relationship with the project and they can contribute uh, to the several uh, aspects that we want to cover, as for instance the SPARTA roadmap, the SPARTA infrastructures, and uh, the partnerships. So basically we, we must already be in touch with the near 100 people and ensure that they provide the comment for the roadmap, that they uh, contribute to all the platforms that we are going to have, and they are an active participants to this. We are a competence center with a community, and the partnership is in charge of making this community work together and exploit synergies. Not just one plus one is one or two, it should be four or five, so we need to exploit synergies among the partners.
0: So is it fair to say that you're less of a technical role, more of a people role?
3: Uh, It's both, Uh, partnership is people, so I need to coordinate people with, uh, and having them uh, to contribute, so one of the interesting concepts that we have is the Sparta workshops. Each month you must have in one country, European country in the project, a Sparta workshop where people explain SPARTA project and get insights from the local community, from the local clusters about their wishes, about the roadmap, uh, how they can contribute, how they can use the platforms, and they can uh, interact with SPARTA in a bi- bi-directional way. Is this considered a larger project in the whole scheme of things? Well, I mean, uh, I've, this is the largest process where I've been involved and in. I've been involved in more than 30 European projects. I coordinated four of them. And by far, this is the largest. I I was aware of one project, with 75 partners in the past, the grid uh, area, but we're speaking about 10 years ago, and very peculiar project. So I think this will be extremely challenging for the project coordinator. Uh, They did a great job till now, and I'm sure they will do in the future, but this is one of the most challenging projects from the coordination point of view that I'm aware of.
0: Uh, Is there anything about your part in the project that I haven't mentioned that you wanted to bring up?
3: No, I think you said. I think it's putting people together, putting the infrastructure together, imagining way to find uh, fruitful synergies and uh, to integrate the existing platforms and to have a dialogue and stimulate the dialogue among all the partners and help them to find uh, the benefits in these uh, networking activities. Uh, that is part of my, let's say, long-lasting tradition. The first European working group I created was in 2004 and was one of the first to put together security and trust people in industry and research. So I think this is continuation of my, let's say, activities that I've done in the last 15 years. Okay. Well, you have a big
0: job in this project, and we want to wish, wish you uh, much success. And uh, we'll check in from time to time to see how it's going. But uh, good luck with everything.
3: Thank you very much uh, for the interview, and uh, good luck to Spark. Thank you.
0: And finally today, we speak with Gabi Dreo from CODE in Germany. She is the coordinator of the EU project Concordia. Concordia, like Sparta, is a part of a major European-wide effort to accelerate cybersecurity research by drawing together leading experts across domains. Welcome and tell us a little bit about yourself and Concordia and how you are connecting with Sparta.
4: Thank you for inviting me. I'm the executive uh, director of the Research Institute CODE, stands for cyber defense. Uh, it is a central, univers- central institute uh, at the Bundeswehr University Munich. And I'm the coordinator of Concordia. Concordia is one of the four pilots. Uh, and the task or the most objectives important objectives are certainly um, how the, well, the end-to-end data-driven approach. We saw everything from IoT network, uh, device-oriented security, system-application-oriented security, and user-centric security. And uh, we built um, in the pilots two sector, uh, cross-sector pilots, which is threat intelligence for Europe, uh, DDoS protection for Europe, and uh, we have also five sector-specific pilots dealing with, for example, uh, threat intelligence for the telco sector. Um, finance sector and so on. So the points are uh, concentrating uh, excellent research, building agile governance model to get other participants inside, building an ecosystem for education with the European Institute of Technology, uh, building um, these pilots and of course uh, making uh, it open or support not just women in cybersecurity, but also startups uh, make open calls to attract such new ideas and also to support it.
0: And uh, with uh, Sparta, are you a partner, a project partner?
4: Uh, No. As a coordinator of Concordia, I also talk, of course, to the coordinator of Sparta, uh, Florent, the point is how we can combine, integrate, cooperate these two projects. Firstly, and of course also, then uh, the other two, like ECHO and um, CyberSec for Europe. Uh, and now we are discussing how to figure out what are the strengths for both from both projects, from both consortiums. What are the synergies? What can do? What can we do together? What is complementary? Uh, to really identify uh, the best for the two projects.
0: And do you feel like the data privacy protection laws that recently passed here in Europe helped to prove that Europe is not playing around anymore? They're serious. They want to be leaders in this in this business?
4: I think GDPR for Europe was a really good, yeah, good stuff. It is a world standard. For example, Tim Cook says that he wants to have GDPR in the U.S., and I think there Europe made really a good uh, step forward. The point is we have to be fast in other areas as well. So I think GDPR was really a good point, a world standard. And, um, but we have to invest a lot. Europe has to invest a lot uh, to have, uh, to play a role even then in the next years in cybersecurity and technology development.
0: And uh, for you, what does what does success look like at the end of three years? How do you know if you've done a good job?
4: Yeah. Well, each pilot has KPIs that f- defines uh, what we can measure smart objectives. Um, but I think it's much more important to see that we establish trust between the pilots that we really work together. That we combine sourcing, that it's not so fragmented as momentan it is, as current it is, and that we really make progress in terms of developing IT products, IT services made in Europe. And I think this is the real measure of what I would hope that we will really achieve.
0: So at the end of three years, the project really doesn't end, does it? Because you've put into place certain uh, measures and certain practices that... Intend to go on, or this is the this is the goal. These practices become standards, so the project, in a way, lives on after the three years.
4: Absolutely, this is just the first step. I would say
0: mm-hmm. it's
4: the initial step, really, to run this big uh, engine during uh, Europe, and it will, it has to. If we are successful, it will continue really fast on all four p- pilots, ending in this European Cybersecurity Center. And this is also the objectives we have to achieve.
0: And how was the kickoff meeting today?
4: Great. I enjoyed it very much because uh, to learn the consortium, to see what the ideas are, uh, and uh, I hope that the next meeting we will have, uh, then we'll also go in the working area and really work together. Okay. So I enjoyed it very much.
0: Good. And is there anything that I've overlooked that you want to say about your roles here?
4: Uh, I think that, well, it's only one message, that we have to be successful. Otherwise, we have a problem that Europe will fall behind US and uh, China. And so these four projects are a good step. The four coordinators and the four consortium have to prove how really they can work together and to bring Europe a big big step further Mm
0: -hmm. okay well thank you so much for joining us today and i wish you success in your future endeavors and uh, we'll check in from time to time to see what's happening
4: thank you very much
0: on behalf of technicon i would like to say thank you to all of our guests for taking the time to share their impressions about sparta There's much more information on the SPARTA website, which is sparta.eu. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay current with SPARTA and many other European Union projects. This podcast has been brought to you by Technicon. This project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Program under grant agreement number 830892.